newly arrived international students, right. they come to you. They're like, hey, Clarissa, you know, you've been talking all this. I, I listened to you on this podcast. You were talking the talk. You know, you were doing your thing. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> you were on the But What Do I Know podcast. So what do you really know? Girl, what's good? Give us three tips, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah, three tips for a newly arrived international student. This is But What Do I Know podcast with Chid Suzanne, a space for learning, for healing, and for laughter. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of But What Do I Know podcast. I'm your host, Chit Suzanne, and I just want to welcome you all to yet another episode. If this is your first time tuning in and hearing the sound of my voice, welcome. I'm glad you're here, and I hope you keep coming back. Make sure you subscribe to the show with notifications turned all the way on so you don't miss an episode. And if you're already a part of our podcast family, well, you already know what it is. I'm not going to ask you to subscribe because I'm sure you've done so already, right? Of course, I hope that you guys are having a wonderful week so far. It is But What Do I Know Wednesday, so we are here and back with another episode to get you through the rest of your week. I hope you guys also had a good weekend. It was Black Friday. Did y'all indulge? Let me know. I didn't really. I just, you know, went to the the mall close to me. I was looking for a pair of cute leather boots. Not that I'm going to go anywhere, but, you know, it's nice to feel cute. So couldn't find them. Still looking, but uh, that was really it. It's also a new month. It's December. Final month of this crazy year. And (laughs) I don't know about y'all, but I'm looking forward to the holidays. I'm ready to sleep. I'm ready for some good food, for some family time, some time off work, all of it. I'm ready. I'm so, so, so ready. Looking forward to that. Yeah, let's get into this week's clue in segment. So for our clue and segment this week, let's start off with some TV. So Netflix Canada, finally, finally, after we we begged, we, you know, we've been tweeting your account how many times, we finally got some good TV shows onto Netflix Canada. So in November, Netflix Canada added Moesha, Sister Sister. I'm not sure if they added one-on-one. If they added that show, someone's got to let me know because that show gave me life. But, and they added Girlfriends. So I was recently watching Girlfriends and man, I forgot how dope that show was. Like I haven't watched it because every time I would try to go and find it on YouTube, I would just catch little snippets of it. And we've been waiting for them to finally bring it to us on Netflix here in Canada. But dang, it's a good show. I love it. And I feel like, I don't know, I feel like we need something like that for our time. I know Tyler Perry's sisters, he's trying to do something similar concept, but Tyler is so dramatic and <laughs> but if there are any shows that are like that's like girlfriends but sort of you know I guess a more I don't want to say current but present someone let me know you know because I'll definitely be interested on in checking that out but yeah if you guys want to watch a show this season you know I'll snuggled up on a weekend or something or a weekday whichever you like girlfriends is officially on Netflix Canada and for the American listeners y'all already had girlfriends so you know 
we're just catching up. We're just catching up. But yeah, girlfriends. Okay, so no surprise. We're definitely going to talk about music for our clue and segment this week. You guys know I love music. So this week, I want to highlight a Canadian artist because it is a Canadian podcast. And I just love seeing Canadian artists really thrive and succeed and put out really cool projects. So just want to highlight Savannah Ray's latest project dropped, I think, about a week or so ago. It's called Opia. Really dope project. I'm really, I've listened to it through. I really love it. Her voice is amazing. And I just love seeing the growth and the success that she's having. Because firstly, I just love to see a black woman win, period. Okay. And then secondly, it's so hard to, as a Canadian artist and a Canadian creative, to really like thrive and reach the amount of success that you want here in Canada without having to move to the States, you know, example, Drake, Justin Bieber, Tory Lanez, and a bunch of other different producers as well. So just to sort of see the continuous growth and success that she's enjoyed in her career so far is, uh, it's just amazing. So yeah, I mean, I'm saying this like she's listening, but Savannah, if you're listening, girl, would love to have you on the podcast, boo. <laughs> Come on on. <laughs> but yeah, y'all check her out. Savannah Ray's latest album, Opia, is out. Really cool, really heartfelt, amazing project. So that's all I got for Clue in this week. Let's get into our main segment. So this is one of those topics that I had to sit back and be like, Chid, but what do you really know about this? <laughs> but what do you really know about what it's like to be an international student? Almost nothing. And so I had one of my friends join me to just discuss the ups, the downs, and her journey with what it's like to be an international student here in Toronto. Let's get into it. Welcome to another main segment. Today's episode, we're going to be discussing this idea of moving through periods of transition. And the transition that we're going to be focusing on is the international student experience and sort of the journey of essentially transitioning and moving from one culture, one society, one country, essentially, and coming to another and sort of starting your life over and sort of immersing yourself in a whole different school system as well. And so to join me in having this conversation, I have Clarissa with me. Oh, this is sis vibes, guys. This is my sis here. (laughs) But yeah, so Clarissa is a nursing student. So she's an up and coming nurse. She's also a personal trainer and fitness coach. She founded her brand Fit with Riza, And I will definitely put all her information in the description of the episode in case you guys want to connect with her. So before we get into our conversation, let's get into what we're drinking while we record. So to know me is to know that I love tea. And so whenever I have a guest with me here in the studio, I'm going to be sharing some of my favorite teas with them. So while Clarissa and I have this conversation about her experience as an international student, we're going to be sipping on some spa day herbal tea. Again, this herbal tea is by Tealish Fine Teas. They're a local tea company here in the city of Toronto. So if you love tea and you love a variety of tea, then make sure you check them out. Okay, so let's get into it girl (laughs) where do we begin um you know I was thinking about this episode and I really want the listeners to just be able to 
really understand your journey, you know, where you've come from, where you are now, because I feel like unless you're an international student or you're friends with one, there are a lot of stories that are out there, a lot of things going on that a lot of us are either oblivious to or we just don't understand, you know? And I can say even for like our case, for our friendship, there are some things that I wasn't aware of that you, you know, brought to my attention. And there were some things that I was aware of, but I didn't understand how serious they were. So, you know, can you just, you know, share a bit? I know you can't share everything, but just sort of share a bit of your story, you know, for the listeners, just so they understand, you know, where you're coming from and where you are now. Right. Um, So first, just thanks for having me on here. I'm so excited to be sharing this with everyone. Um, like you said, this like it's 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 a huge story, right? Yep. Like it's not. <laughs> and one thing I want to say before getting into it is that every international student's gonna have a different experience, right? Like exactly. Mine, exactly. yeah, mine is only particular to people who, you know, maybe came here the way I did. Um, and that's saying like some people come here and they have like families here already, you know. Some people you know it wasn't their first time traveling or they already had like um yeah people that they could uh run to when there was trouble Mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. for me i i was 16 when i knew that i was coming to canada for sure i'm from nigeria um (laughs) (laughs) and (laughs) yeah so my parents you know like they concluded that oh i was going to canada there was no discussion per se about it it was just you know you're 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 going away and um i was excited at 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 first you know like i didn't take it in for me it was like oh i'm escaping you know like from their uh guard exactly (laughs) and so it was very exciting you know getting ready to travel it was my first time leaving the country too so i was so excited my dad actually came here with me and um you know, I, I first went to this um, one-year uh, school for international students here. It was like a grade 12 uh, repeat sort of, um, so as to gain like the certificate for university. Now that was that was an experience that I thought would really push me and like you know give me that uh, how do I say like sort of help me through university, right. um, you know, give me an edge over. But it was such. It was such a waste of time, <laughs> in, in my opinion, um, just because it, it, it was just, yeah, we didn't we didn't learn any skills that would help us through university, especially coming from such a totally different atmosphere, yeah, you know, like, exactly. Um, yeah, so it was just, we're just in this bubble, you know, with like, ni- like our fellow Nigerians. I mean, like, I guess it sort of helped that transition in the sense that I didn't really feel the culture shock that mm, much yeah, at first around exactly yeah yeah um it wasn't until leaving that spot and like i mean i stayed there for a year it wasn't until leaving there gaining admission into ryzen mm-hmm. um actually getting into my first year that i was like oh my god now i feel this you know like yeah <laughs> um i'm here by myself i had to start looking for accommodations i didn't know anything about the renting system here like 
you know even like i remember my first day in class like it it, it was so different for me it was like seeing people that 100 didn't look like me you know like i had a prof i couldn't ask questions in class like i was you know worried about my accent you know i didn't know about resources and school to sort of help me i didn't have friends and like nursing is such a cliquey program um that i came into class and like it was sort of everyone had their own group so everyone right. was sort of secure and i'm just like you know this little girl from nigeria <laughs> just sitting in class <laughs> no, and you know no. <laughs> yeah so i would say it was it was the culture shock for me and just like um having no information my parents obviously were in nigeria and uh it, it, it's sort of hard to sort of explain to them what is going on with me you know mm -hmm. with them it's just like i sent you feeding money yep. i sent you yep. school fees mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um you're alive yes, you know you get those grades to, exactly <laughs> you respond to my message you're studying you are perfect yep that's it that's all there is to it right <laughs> yeah so it, it it was a big shock for me too and i i uh being the first child i feel like that also like put so much pressure on my shoulders mm. it was like i had to mm. deliver you know like um yeah so i would say that's yeah like where i'm at right now like i mean i've i feel like i've had time to sort of you know go through those hurdles you know make friends and but it did take a while it did take a lot of you know me actually fighting and just 100 pushing 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 mm -hmm. which i would say like you know not everyone is able to do that to be very honest because it's yeah, it's, it's hard, hard. <laughs> it's really hard to keep pushing for yeah sure, for sure but yeah. yeah, that's, I would say that's, that's been the journey so far. Mm -hmm, <laughs> it's like, man. yeah, figuring out all those, you know, um, steps along the way, you know, yes. trying a lot of trials and errors, you know, yeah. along the way that I feel like, I, I, I feel like I shouldn't have had to go through all mm -hmm, of that, mm -hmm. um, you know, um, and, and that's why in the future I would, I would hundred percent once I'm done with school, help international students, you know, just create if possible work with the universities to create like a system for international students so that you know people who have already figured all of this stuff out can like guide Mentor those common yeah, exactly people yeah, sure. in to you know not have to go through that exactly no for <laughs> yeah. sure um so i want to go back to this idea when you were talking about you know like your parents sent you here there was no real discussion it was just sort of like you know you're coming to canada and this is the plan did you really understand like what the goal was or what the reason and even behind them sending you to Canada was? Um, to be very honest, when I, I mean, then I thought I did, mm -hmm. but looking mm -hmm. back, hundred percent no clue. So what did you think <laughs> it was back then? Um, I just like my dad had always so my dad schooled um in the UK. Yeah. So I knew he always you know wanted he like education was something that was important for him and yep. he always wanted us to have like a higher education and like mm -hmm. um the system in nigeria the education system in nigeria really sucks mm -hmm. so uh, for me it was like i thought he you know like i uh graduated like best graduating students from my set in uh there we call it secondary school so mm -hmm. from like mm -hmm. secondary school so it was just like you know you're a bright student let's send you to where you get the best education <laughs> and that's that's what i got from that right. um, so but 
I don't think that was the only reason, mm-hmm. like looking back now, why I was sent out. You know, I feel like there were other things to it. Mm-hmm. And um, going into it, it would be like, like I know now from now, it's more <laughs> like, you know, there's so much leaning on me to like sort of, you know, come here, establish myself and yes. like help the family out yep. too, you know, like um, I know that. Uh, just from conversations with my dad just over the years like the permanent residency thing is a big mm-hmm, one which mm-hmm. you know I, I i sort of wish i knew that too from the start that there's so many things that we could have done or mm-hmm. targeted you know but i think one thing too is nigerian parents are really good at like shielding you or trying to oh yeah trying to protect your quote-unquote innocence for mm-hmm. a while because they don't feel like you're old enough to know certain things so they probably said you know like school 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 and then now you're figuring out like there's so many other factors that actually had to play in that decision. Hundred percent. I definitely feel that. Like <laughs> they definitely hundred percent. You know, do try to protect your innocence. And it's like, man, we can just sit down and have a conversation. Like, you know, even at 15, 16, trust me, I'll understand. I'll get it. And then that way we can like work together to sort of develop right. that plan. And, and for me, even if I didn't understand, sort of, like, you know, you just kind of see that big thing that you're looking towards achieving mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. um so that every other thing they're doing along the way sort of makes sense yes yes <laughs> yes. yes that's mm-hmm. true that's true right that's actually a really good point actually that's a good point so you know going back to this did this in any way impact the relationship that you have with your parents you know does it still impact it like you know what's that relationship like with regards to this <laughs> that is a very interesting question mm-hmm. <laughs> and i'm about to get a really interesting answer <laughs> okay okay <laughs> well you know um uh, with every family, there's yes. always a certain, you know, dynamic. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's good, sometimes it's bad, but yep. in the end, it's family, right? Yes, exactly. Exactly. Um, with my dad, and I love him so much. Of course. <laughs> um, I, I've always had a rocky relationship with him. And mm-hmm. rocky, not in the sense that it's a bad relationship, just more so it's, he, he's a very strict uh, guy mm-hmm. and I mean when I was younger I didn't understand the strictness yes and maybe for sure, for sure it was coming from you know his own past experiences and he just felt like he had to be that per- parent for mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. me to be a better child mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but so growing up I, I always you know I was scared of my dad mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so coming here I, I in my head I was like okay you know this is my one ticket to escape this right this yeah <laughs> you know um yeah. but it also it, it it was also like a sort of flip case because i had to depend on him for finances and, right you know like i knew that like i had to keep that relationship going yep so still my need a rent exactly money. <laughs> still need a feed of money you know like it's hard it's oh, so yeah. hard oh yeah all of that so with my dad i would say that the relationship has sort of been like um it wouldn't be symbiotic it's more like uh mm. i'm the leech mm. <laughs> oh no and oh yeah oh yeah so it's it's more like 
uh, I have to keep this working relationship with him. Um, right. It's like I know that, you know, like I'm putting so much stress on him and like he's pumping out all of this money and he, he's expecting a lot from me. So mm-hmm. whenever I, you know, our relationship is more like get good grades, you get money, you know, grades and money. Mm-hmm. Grades and, and money. money. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. I feel like, and he doesn't really feel the need to he doesn't understand that there's other support that this like like a child needs and i don't really blame him you know like he's he's doing what he thinks like you know i need is right obviously i do need money you know Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm, i need that mm -hmm. financial support (laughs) if not for that i wouldn't be here yeah yeah facts um so in that sense that's the kind of relationship i have with my dad in the sense that he doesn't really you know understand the other challenges going on aside from the financial struggles Mm -hmm. with my mom on the other hand it's a different case it was like when i was uh, with her in Nigeria, we, we had a messy relationship, you know, like mm-hmm. she, <laughs> she didn't understand my value until I left. Right. So the relationship with my mom sort of got stronger. Mm. Yeah. So we sort of, you know, like, you know, the day I left, she, oh, she cried a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I felt so bad for her. Like I was happy leaving, but like, man, like it was like, <laughs> You know, like seeing, watching her cry that day really melted my soul. So, you know, with my mom, I would call her like every week, Mm -hmm. you know, every, Mm -hmm. every other day we're talking, you know, she's, she became more open with me strangely, you know, like (laughs) honestly, (laughs) yeah, she, we would talk about everything. Like we became best friends pretty much, you know, like, wow, that's amazing. Even with the distance, even with the distance, it was the distance actually. It's crazy that that's sometimes what you need to like strengthen that family relationship exactly so i would say my mom gave me the emotional support to an extent Mm -hmm. my dad was there for me financially a hundred percent so um i don't think either was bad yeah and i feel like i needed both yep and everyone was you know giving me what they could you know give me and you know i i appreciate that 100 percent So I want to go back to this idea and you briefly touched about it earlier in our conversation, but I just want to touch on it again. And that's this idea of, you know, the amount of support or the lack of support, the lack of resources and the lack of access to resources that you sort of faced, you know, talk about that a little bit for us. Right. Um, when it comes to like, uh, information, um, and support, I, I would, like I, I don't want to sound ungrateful, but like I hundred percent felt lost in first year. Mm-hmm. I felt, especially when it came to school, mm-hmm. um, I felt so lost. I felt so out of place. I, I didn't know what was going on for the entire first semester. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like I, I didn't know of anything like things like you know dental plan. Um, yep. I didn't know we had dental coverage as international students. Um, I didn't know that you could fight a grade. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that, you know, like I didn't know That's, that you could yep. request time off, you know, things like that. Like, you know, <laughs> if it's your first semester, oh, yes. come back. Oh, yeah. yes. I didn't know any of that. So when it comes to lack of information, I can go on and on and on. Um, even with like searching for apartments, like I didn't know of, you know, like I didn't know that there was like a, what do you call those people? Um, like 
brokers not not brokers. the real estate agents real, yes i didn't know you could get that for free i didn't know you could just have someone like helping you out you yeah know, like, so. that's true that's true yeah <laughs> exactly there was like where would i go for all of that information coming not knowing uh you know anybody not even something like christmas christmas was so hard for me like you know like in yeah. nigeria i had family i had people you know christmas was such a pleasurable time home. you know yeah. here <laughs> my first christmas oh my god it was so quiet i saw this whole snow thin and said <laughs> <laughs> snow thin and it just was not it, for me it was just oh my god so quiet so cold so dead um so yeah like i i there's so many things that i didn't know that mm-hmm. i wish i i knew um yeah uh yeah even yeah talking to the prof like i couldn't um i like maybe when i had a bad grade i couldn't go up to the prof to be like you know like let's have a conversation about this and yeah. sometimes i even wish that you know we're paying so much to school and you would wish that they would even reach out when you when they see that you're not doing too well in school to be yeah. like what is going on yeah you know like and sometimes maybe they would send an email like a general email but like not everyone especially you know from from like from nigeria we we're shushed and maybe this yeah. doesn't apply to everyone but like me growing up like i wasn't given the opportunity to really express myself yeah. so i found it really mm-hmm. hard like even if someone just generally puts it out there to bring myself but maybe if someone had reached out to me personally to be like are you good are you mm-hmm. okay you know mm-hmm. what's going on maybe i would open up then yeah. in that situation and i feel like the school as a whole just doesn't factor international students they, like they really don't think about us yeah. you know when mm-hmm. they do certain things they just feel like everyone is on the same page mm-hmm. but that's not mm-hmm. the reality mm-hmm. <laughs> um yeah even some topics they would talk about in class like would you believe i didn't know what apa was or mla or any oh, of that yeah, apa format right oh, like yeah. for mla for <laughs> I doing did, your yeah, um, assignments and stuff, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. i didn't know that all i knew was big english and big <laughs> <laughs> big big grammar <laughs> you know <laughs> and like you know you don't really need all of that so so many irrelevant things um yeah yeah, i didn't know how to cite like legit like and i i just wish there was you know somebody or something or Mm -hmm. (laughs) and that's interesting so even going through great lakes like the the school and the bridges you weren't taught that's why i said that that was such a useless time a waste so what were you doing for the year it was just um i feel like that program was just to uh rack grades was just to get like a 90 percent mm, to get you into, into university. university yeah like wow yeah so <laughs> were you doing papers in that um, school no i i don't remember doing any wow, paper at all that's yeah. crazy okay yeah. oh yeah dang so yes. looking back now what's one thing what was one important thing you didn't have as support that you wish you had or that you feel like you really really needed I wish I had a mentor. Mm, oh, facts. Like, you know, even if it's that one person that mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. was just there to check in with me maybe once every month, mm-hmm. you know, to mm-hmm. be like, hey, girl, are your studies going good? Yep. Mm-hmm. What do you need? Mm-hmm. You know, these are some services that you might not have or you might be missing out on. Yeah. You know? Do you have food? <laughs> There's yep. food banks, you know, if you're really suffering or if things are really tight, mm-hmm. um, you know, either a mentor or even like 
a family right you know like (laughs) like i I really envied people who came here had fam like extended families maybe in a different province and Mm -hmm. that they could travel to and you know Mm -hmm. those people sort of checked in with them Mm -hmm. like my parents did the best they could from nigeria but they just like me had no clue as well (laughs) what the system could offer us yep right exactly we didn't even know what we could take advantage of yep so i feel like having a mentor Mm -hmm. or a a school um program that Mm -hmm. uh, you know really focused on international students to sort of explain certain things to them you know like mm-hmm. yeah i feel like that would have really really helped because mm-hmm. sometimes i would just be struggling and i would just bottle it up and yeah. if i had someone that maybe had done this before had information i was ready to guide me i feel like things would have you know been totally different 100 mm-hmm. percent. that's so true that's yeah. actually a really good point no definitely a mentor because mm-hmm. even like someone who is not an international student especially as a young black woman a mentor is so important in your life so i can only imagine how much more important it is when you're coming to a new country new society like different rules you know like this even like me and you were talking about it there's so many things that are so different between nigeria and here man oh like, yeah from the politics the school system <laughs> everything even the mindset the way people behave the way people talk to each other is so different right. so like to even have you know yeah like family or a mentor that could say like hey like you know this is what's going on this is how it is over here that could definitely like make a difference because I, I i also noticed that that's why so many international students yes it's good to have that support within the community right within the nigerian you know yeah. like but many people just end up sticking Staying to that con- same community circle. because that's where they're comfortable but like you find even more information when you go out but Mm -hmm. it's really hard to break out when Mm -hmm. you don't really understand the culture Mm -hmm. you know you don't Mm -hmm. really understand how things work like Mm -hmm. i I would give like a scenario that happened to me and it was it's really embarrassing but like (laughs) i'm gonna share this just you know because i feel like i've i've grown to the point where like this is behind me now (laughs) anyway (laughs) um I had this friend because I was really, you know, after first year, I was really bent on like breaking out and, Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. like I saw how bad I was doing and I felt like I needed to learn. And the only way for me to learn was to, you know, go out and, you know, sort of engage with other people and Mm -hmm. see what's out there. So Mm -hmm. one day I I met this, uh, I made this white friend, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, this one girl, Canadian, and we, I think she was hosting a party and she you know invited me and i was like sure why not so we go out (laughs) and uh yeah we we go out and uh she has other friends coming right Mm -hmm. so she's with me and you know we have this cute little party thingy and after the party i was going back home we were going back home actually i and her and we start to talk about the party and stuff that happened in the party and (laughs) I I said I I wanted to make reference to one of the people mm-hmm. that were in the party, mm-hmm. one of her friends, and I went like, oh yeah, you know, like yeah, the fat girl, mm. and everyone just t- stops, turns and looks at me, and I'm like, did I do something wrong? You know, like what's going on? Yeah, this is yeah. me at mm-hmm. what 16 years old, 17, mm-hmm, coming mm-hmm. from a country where we say anything we're not yeah aware of mental health we're not mm-hmm. aware of you know like certain things mm-hmm. and 
we feel like people aren't supposed to be triggered by certain things and i didn't mm-hmm. know this you know mm-hmm. i innocently said that without realizing yeah, you know exactly. like yep, how yep. yeah like i i, yep, I was and very one ex- <laughs> exactly and that's one example you know? of the culture differences for exactly sure. and she yeah. just looked at me and was like what oh, the <laughs> but she was really good you know she sort of explained it and i was like oh i meant no harm you know yeah and then that was when i started like and and you get it too yeah. like you just see that like okay this is not okay so yeah that yeah, day i exactly. really went home you know and they didn't make me feel you know so bad because they could see obviously that like i'm not used to this and like mm-hmm, where i'm coming mm-hmm, from that's mm-hmm, okay right mm-hmm. so i started learning things and i started picking up on like you know certain culture cues and like certain things and i really appreciated that experience for me because i had to go back home sit down and really think why you know why what i said would you know make like i had to start thinking big and thinking and growing out of the box you know like mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. that was like you know i feel like most international students are also scared like mm-hmm. this is yeah i'm <laughs> scared true. to come out because like you know if i stick if i stuck to the nigerian community solely like everything that i used to do back home i would be doing even yeah. though you know like it's a progressive world and like our mentalities should be changing and we should give ourselves exactly. that chance exactly. right so it's to be progressive exactly for sure, for so sure. i feel like yeah that would be <laughs> yeah. one experience for sure for sure <laughs> Okay, so, um, you know, from what you've been saying, it seems like there's been a sort of lack of support, lack of information. Um, you would sort of expect the university and institutions to sort of play a key role in facilitating this access to information um, for a lot of international students, and that's clearly not happening. So where would be a good starting point for them? Like, where, what direction should universities sort of take? Because it's like you're accepting these international students, they're paying three times the fees that us domestic students are paying. What What do you think in your mind would be like a first step or like, you know, like a direction that they could take to sort of help international students better? Uh, very good question. <laughs> um, hmm, I'm going to have to think about this one. Yeah, so, no worries. I do believe that... Um, listening to us and Mm. actually reaching out first to see what our struggles are because people have done this people have and and we're so strong like i really commend us Mm because i've seen so many people who have excelled Mm -hmm. despite all the um hurdles and you know Mm -hmm. roadblocks and all of that so i feel like if they were to like reach out to us Mm -hmm. ask you know try to figure out exactly what we need and Mm -hmm. even work with past uh, mm-hmm. international students who have graduated from the school because mm-hmm. if they were to work with them and I feel like just having like a program maybe um, matching uh, international maybe a mentorship program mm, like that's you, like, what I'm really people. thinking right yeah. where you match people um, mm-hmm. you know with mentors and mm-hmm. they just mm-hmm. check in with them mm-hmm. and if also like maybe like teachers are actively involved like i know in 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 some parts of the states they do this where like you know smaller schools like teachers actually are invested in the success of like you know students so Mm -hmm. i wish they had that for and and i know other students have struggles but like Mm -hmm. specific to international students Mm -hmm. where it's like you know like even family because sometimes things are going on you mm-hmm. know back home and like yeah, we're distracted really about exactly that so school. yeah so i 
yeah if if there was a if I was to take charge and mm-hmm. partner with like a university it would be like to create like a mentorship program for for us international students to sort of provide you know information and that that support that like check-in right like it's so underrated but Mm -hmm. no for sure (laughs) for sure how are you comes a long way goes a long way for sure so i'm gonna ask this i feel like i already know the answer to this but i'm gonna ask this for someone who may be listening and say oh but schools have iss and stuff like that right and iss is the international students what does the last s stand for support okay okay what do they do because (laughs) <laughs> they're really no because i like they had one at ryerson this is they something do, that right. should easily be created by them so what role do they play and i want you to you know sort of talk about it so someone is not saying oh but there's an iss right. clarissa they do those so okay. so there's the iss yeah i feel like iss is not as interactive as it should be with the students now this i'm like when i'm talking mentorship program i'm talking on about a one-on-one yes i'm um, sort of more uh close like you know somebody that actually cares about you it's not just it's not just the governing body that's just Mm -hmm. there Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know that's just like oh if you have a problem come to us Mm -hmm. i'm talking about like international students like you even see people 15 years old Mm -hmm. not everyone has that ability to actually bring themselves to go to iss to be like here's my problem you know this is what i'm going through Mm -hmm. right like if you have people reaching out, someone mm-hmm. who is actually invested, right? Um, I feel like that way it's it's sort of having a a therapist, but not really, <laughs> if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know, sort of more tailored. Like ISS is there for like the biggest stuff. Like you want you want to know how to file your tax, mm-hmm. come to us. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you you need an agent to apply for your immigration, like okay. maybe your study okay. permit come to us oh you know okay, so see, iss I is see. there for like the more general thing nobody right, from iss reaches right. out to me to be like girl how are you doing mm, <laughs> to, you know like okay like those days when i couldn't open my mouth to speak up in class iss yeah. didn't reach out to me to be like girl i see you're not doing I well see in you're school. shy yeah. you know <laughs> <laughs> i see you're afraid to speak up today i was good <laughs> exactly right so. <laughs> right okay yeah. okay good no and that's important that you make mm-hmm. that distinction because i don't want people to think that it's that oh you haven't really looked into all venues right, or right. resources that are at your dispensal. You have, right? right. And and that's no, exactly sure. why you can sit here and say that no, we don't have enough resources right. and we don't no, sure. have enough information and there needs to be more. So, okay, let's end it off this way. Newly arrived international student, right. they come to you. They're like, Hey Clarissa, you know, you've been talking all this. I I listened to you on this podcast, you were talking the talk, you know, you were doing your thing. <laughs> girl (laughs) you were on the but what do i know podcast so what do you really know girl what's good give us three tips you know right (laughs) yeah three tips for a newly arrived international student um this is this is hard the first one i would say is uh be open-minded and Mm. be yourself I like that. Don't be scared to fail, literally. Mm -hmm. Don't be scared to sound stupid in class. Mm -hmm. Don't be, like, literally do not hold back. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. If there's one thing that I learned down the line is all those days where I just sat down in class and not said anything, be embarrassed. Open your mouth and be embarrassed. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, like, so. Hashtag be embarrassed. (laughs) Clarissa said it here first, guys. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? (laughs) But yeah, um, I would say, yeah, the first thing is just break out from that fear, especially people who 
um, and not used to speaking up. Just yes. force yes. yourself. Like yes. I feel like if it, you know, like you, I had someone to just tell me, yeah, just stand up and say that stupid thing that mm-hmm. you think is, you know, like just say it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know? exactly, exactly. Yeah, you, you never know, right? Like that's the mm-hmm. first part. Mm-hmm. Um, like yes, I'm I'm pushing for us to have that focused help, but mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. if if yes, if there's one thing I would say while we don't have that is mm-hmm. break out from your shell and. Um, open your mouth and speak up mm-hmm. um Facts. that would be like one that. thing you asked me for three yeah all right <laughs> the second thing i would say is try to find um try to find friends mm-hmm. <laughs> friends within the community yes. friends outside of the community yeah um yeah i would say that and the last thing i would share would be Look at those emails. <laughs> You're the you skipping emails. <laughs> Look at those emails. Yeah. I know it could feel overwhelming because yeah. I did feel overwhelming. Like when I would get emails, like I had my um, Ryzen email, right? Yes. Like I would get bombarded with so many emails that. And I can only imagine how it feels because <laughs> even we're feeling bombarded. Right? So I can only imagine what it feels like too. Even just to create that account and that email alone is so confusing. Right. Go to the career center too to help them to get help with that for with sure that, no, yeah for sure for sure yeah but the email thing is yes they would say oh but we sent out this email we sent mm. out that email but i just felt so you know like sometimes i would even be scared to look at my email because i don't want to see my grades mm-hmm. i don't want to see that email about the gra- no <laughs> yes. honestly so yes. like there's so many things i missed out on which is why i'm saying people should be reached out to because so mm. many yeah so many people ignore emails i did it mm-hmm. i mm-hmm. i missed those you know dental checks and you might say it's a lazy thing but there's so many emails there's so many things there's so many emails so many you know stressors going around that like mm-hmm. oh my god i don't want to look at yeah, that yeah it's true it's so true it's true look at those emails every single one of them <laughs> there might be an information that you know you might you know something that might that might help you well that mentorship program is not in place and yes. you know there's not that focused um focused help right mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm. so i would say yeah just um knowing that you're here by yourself and mm-hmm. just waking up to that reality and just mm-hmm. trying to take <laughs> charge of um your own um your own life yeah, <laughs> really <facts. laughs> oh man no that's great that's great those are really great tips i hope that that i'm about to say we made a little joke earlier today about starting emails with i hope this email finds you well <laughs> but i hope these tips find you well oh yeah <laughs> no for real though like i hope that an international student is listening to this and that this discussion has really you know helped them i hope that you guys you know, even if you know someone, please share this with them. Like, not just to rack up my views, but because we really want someone to listen. Because I've definitely heard stories, you know, like you, some that are similar to yours, some that are different of just how students have really just been, you know, sort of feeling like a little left down, like they don't have enough access and information to really help them. And it's hard. Like, it's a completely new like society and you're here on your own for a lot of people so i definitely like thank you for coming and sharing that for sure thank of you of course thank you, thank my you. pleasure thank you <laughs> so we're gonna switch gears a little bit this is the but what do i know podcast so you know <laughs> 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 so we're gonna have a little segment where we want to get to know our guests a little better right so i'm gonna ask you four questions and without thinking just give me any any answer that comes to mind okay? this is what i've been waiting for oh, all right okay <laughs> this is the segment she's been waiting for guys you heard that so let's get into it okay first question ideal first date Ooh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay 
Um, first thing that comes to mind is <laughs> you want to hear? Oh, yes, let's hear it. <laughs> okay. I'm thinking. Thinking. Some like a picnic. Okay. Yeah, my girl woods. loves picnics. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like with wine. Wine. Definitely some Maybe wine. Maybe a little painting. Mm, Something nice cute vibe. outdoors. Yeah, uh, that's a nice vibe. Summertime. Yes. You know? <laughs> summertime. What if it's in the winter? <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> then that's a little tricky. <laughs> Yo, that's hilarious. My girl said, oh. <laughs> All right, no, that's a great answer. Okay, favorite genre of music? It has to be R&B. Did you really ask me that? Yes! Okay! <laughs> See, I was like, I put this question down, I was like, hmm, it could be Afrobeats or it could be R&B. <laughs> and I know, obviously, Afrobeats is a close second, but oh, yeah. R&B oh, yeah. just hits, R&B, it's like any day, any time, any mood, yes, anywhere. anywhere, <laughs> any mood, yes! <laughs> Love it, Okay. All right, I feel like I know the, the answer to this question, but um, sneakers or heels or both and why? Sneakers, 100%. I knew it. I, knew I it. love... I, yo, we have the first clip to wear heels, bro. It was her birthday dinner one time. And she's like, oh, I want to put these heels on. Yeah, like I, I have... I own just two pair of heels mm -hmm. and... I almost never get to wear them. I'm thinking of selling them, actually. <laughs> like, I value <laughs> value my comfort. Yes. And, you know, I just want to walk, walk mm -hmm. comfortably, you mm -hmm. know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, facts. <laughs> okay, last question. Ooh. What's one place you're looking forward to traveling in the near future? Bali. Yes, bitch. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Yeah, no, we already have a little girl's trip plan when all this mess is over. Oh, Bali, yeah. we, we're seeing you. We're we coming. Move. Yes. <laughs> all right, that's all the questions I have for you, my love. Thank you so much for stopping by. You're welcome anytime. You're going to be on season two and three and Ooh, all the seasons after that. I'm it. looking forward to all our conversations. Me too. Yes, thank you this so much. This was great. Thanks for having me. Thank you. With that, we are at the end of this episode. Thank you, Clarissa, for coming on and for sharing your story and your journey as an international student so far with us. It was really amazing to hear your story so far. Again, I will link all her information, so be sure to check out the description of this episode if you want to connect with myself for the podcast or with Clarissa about her brand. And to the listeners, thank you for listening. Very, very, very much appreciated. And, you know, if you've been enjoying what you've been listening to in this episode and the previous episodes, then, you know, make sure you leave us a nice rating and review on Apple Podcasts. And if you can't because you're on Spotify, it's all good. We still rock with you. Yeah, leave us a nice rating or review on Apple Podcasts and be sure to share this along with all your other favorite episodes with your friend, your coworker, your homie, the boy or the girl that you got a crush on, you know, so that we can grow our community even more. But yeah, <laughs> y'all enjoy the rest of your week. Stay safe. Make sure you wear your mask and I'll talk to you guys real soon. Bye for now.
You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.